Hi, everyone. John Branning here, welcoming you to my podcast, This Week at the Trump Poems. This episode is for the week ending August 29th, 2020. Okay, finally, Donald Trump is now officially in a position to lose the 2020 election. Well, the fella can dream, can't he? Both major party conventions are now behind us, with the GOP wrapping up by featuring a dazzling display of fireworks and Hatch Act violations. This week, I've got three Trump poems for you, all relating to convention events. So let's get started, shall we? The week's first Trump poem deals with Monday's kickoff of the Republican National Convention, which pretty much set the tone for the rest of the week. This one is called Electoral Collage. Our convention's underway. Time for GOP to play. Leave that Dem show in the lurch. In our front row, Q t-shirts. All my family will be speeching it. None will have the word impeach in it. Each night I'll make an appearance. Skirt the edge of incoherence. Make my case for re-election, claiming everything's perfection. You'll see speakers who have dark skin get a chance to slide remarks in. While the virus still attacks, I'd like some doctors from the quack side to extol how well I'm doing as those deaths keep on accruing. You'll see lots of women speaking. My son's girlfriend will be shrieking. There's that couple from St. Louis. Guns, you know just what their view is. Not much chance it dispelled your fears when I said I'd serve 12 more years. Mike Pence no longer looking pale. He's still VP, not Nikki Haley. Suburban housewives hope to get them riled up in their kitchenettes. I'll keep pushing optimism, feigning there's no racial schism. Second term proposal, it's we must get rid of socialists. The Democrats I will denounce, anticipating a big bounce. Hoping great production values mean that Biden, not me, shall lose. Planning to allay all your fears, never you mind these past four years. There was so, so much to comment upon during the convention, but I chose to focus on the two big acceptance speeches, and Mike Pence's was first up. This one is called Putting Your Pence On, and it's Mike Pence who is versifying in this one. I also threw a little Hebrew into this one for the sake of the rhyme scheme, so if you don't know what I was referring to, you can drop me a line and I'll explain it to you. I'm not willing to admit how far my head up in Trump's ass is, but the last time I was there, I think I lost my reading glasses. I've aligned myself so closely, mother's now a tad uneasy. We're connected at the hip, as if we were twins, Siamese. Donald really didn't know me when he picked me to run with him. We did not see eye to eye or see the world through the same prism but I've come to realize he can be easily persuaded by appealing to his ego, which is massively inflated. I delivered a big speech out on the grounds of Fort McHenry, where I made the case that Trump's a law and order sort, so when he does things in his own way, on his own terms, he's been quite successful. But if you're a Democrat, you found life under him quite stressful. I brought Trump in alignment with the movement evangelic who, despite his sordid past, consider him Ha'ola Melech. He thinks he's the chosen one, and really, who am I to bicker? 
He thought Nikki Haley might sub in for me, but didn't pick her. I am bound to Trump so tightly we can never be unfastened. When he utters total bullshit, my support has been impassioned. I have sold my soul to Donald, or at least I've let him rent it. His insanity and chaos, I've done nothing to prevent it. While Donald Trump made an appearance every single day of the convention, the piece de greatest resistance came on Thursday night as he staged his acceptance speech on the grounds of the White House, a questionable choice and, according to some, an illegal one. He spoke for well over an hour, and it's important to note that many thought he did not speak well for most of that hour. This version of his address is called A Man's Speech Should Exceed His Rasp. From the moment I declared and left my former life behind, and what a life it was, so very good and filled with riches, I've fought for you with tiny fists and even smaller mind and called protesting football players dirty sons of bitches. I cut back regulations and I backed out of alliances and said our friends in Mexico would pay to fence our border. I railed against your dishwasher and other home appliances and disregard injunctions while promoting law and order. I've made a strong appeal to try to lure suburban housewives as I state low-income housing would invade and pose a threat. Fact-checkers can't keep up as I continue to espouse lies, like saying very quickly I'd wipe out our nation's debt. I've saved a couple million lives, if you accept the premise that doing next to nothing was an option some thought viable. I tossed aside the science as I downplayed the health menace. And even if we lead in deaths, I'm certainly not liable. I'm asking for another term. In fact, I am insisting, while stating if I lose, it's all because of something shady. Since moving to the White House, I've appeared to cut back trysting and won't swap out Melania for some brand new first lady. Joe Biden is a horse's ass. Uh, I mean, a horse that's Trojan. Please vote for me so he can't wheel his socialism past us. As far as trust in government, I've hastened its corrosion. I guarantee my next four years will turn out more disastrous. And that's a wrap. What's up next? While the campaigns both now officially kick into high gear, it seems as though we've been wrapped up in them for months, if not years already. You may remember that Trump filed his re-election campaign paperwork on the same day he was inaugurated for his first term. I think regardless of your feelings about Trump, I'm sure you can imagine what mine are, you join me in believing that November 3rd cannot come quickly enough. But I've got more Trump poems to write and miles to go before I vote. Well, actually, I'll be voting in about a month, a little early, and hand-delivering my ballot to my local election clerk. But that's a subject for another day and another Trump poem. Thanks for tuning in. Please let others know about the podcast. Hope you're remaining safe and healthy, even if the CDC now says no need to worry if you're asymptomatic. Yeah, that election sure feels like it's a long ways away.